Off the Ball. Getting inside the game. Sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand, Ford. Go further. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game. Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! U.S. Sports Time. Donnie Manny of Balls.e, formerly of this parish in studio. Hello. Hey there, Joe. How are you doing? So, NFL Week 1, we'll get to... Did you watch any US Open over the weekend? No. Serena, I, well, it was such a weird thing. Poor Serena. Yeah. Although, do you know what about Serena, okay? When she wins, she's media darling. She's, yeah. um, she's basking in the media glow. She's demure. She's kind of shy. And when she loses, she is a tyrant. She doesn't like. She doesn't take defeat, defeat well. She, you wouldn't not, want not, to not, not graciously. No, you wouldn't want to jump her on a queue at an airport or <laughs> no. get her on a bad day. But when she is on on the tennis court, mm. there's like it's like she's playing a different sport than her competitors. It's true. And this season that she's had, starting in Australia, starting in Melbourne, going all the way through the calendar year, mm. you know this Serena Slam. It was an amazing season, and to think. You know, it was all set up for her. Yeah. Semi-final, New York City. A nobody. 27 seed or something like that? Yeah. Not, like, no one she would ever fear. Yeah. And then to, just to blow it. Cough it up. What? I don't... It's hard to understand. Like, you, the the finish line, the promise line is all in sight. Yeah. You are the greatest athlete of your generation. Yeah. The greatest, maybe the greatest woman to ever play tennis. And, you know, you have an Italian woman across the other side of the court. Who was very likable, by the way, in her post-match yeah, um, yeah. interview. Really liked her. But, yeah. You know, that's but, not enough of a reason to let her win. No, I, I really... You know, it's funny, like, rooting for, you know, front runners and the champs. But I really wanted to see Serena do it. Yeah, me too. You I think know. it's nice to see history. Exactly. It's one of the reasons I don't mind Kilkenny winning in the hurling. It's one of the reasons I didn't mind Schumacher winning, Stephen Hendry winning. All of these people, because Barcelona winning, it's nice in 30 years' time when we're listening to a radio show and they're doing, you know, the great whatever, mm. Serena Williams. It's nice to say, oh, I remember that. I saw that. Because if it were me, I would be happy with, you know, winning one match in the US Open ever. But yeah. to win so many of these things, like, what drives you? I, I was at the, I was in Croke Park watching Kilkenny parade around the stadium and I had no idea, like, how they get excited to do that year in, year out, you know? But anyway. They weren't that excited. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. But anyway, and also sad to see James Blake, tennis player, hanging around Midtown Manhattan and then getting arrested by a, a policeman wrongfully just for standing outside of a, of a hotel. I don't know if you saw this. No. James Blake, he's a retired, but, you know, pretty recognizable. Pretty well known, yeah. Yeah, you know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. He's standing outside his hotel in Midtown during the U.S. Open. And then a, a plainclothes uh, policeman walks right up to him and, James Blake, James Blake is under the impression that this policeman is, or that this person is an autograph hunter, and he's quite friendly to him. And the the man grabs him, throws him to the ground, arrests him, what puts for? him in the back of a van. They got some misinformation. Oh wow! Uh, okay. And footage footage circulated pretty quickly. Disaster for the NYPD, who who have a few PR disasters on their hands. 
Uh, you weren't here to talk about any of that, so no. sorry for bringing you down that tangent. Week one of the new NFL season. There's two or three interesting stories here. Where do you want to start? What caught your eye? Look, week one, first of all, football. is well, back. Welcome back. Yeah. Just wanted to say welcome Even back. I was quite happy to see it back on Sunday night. It just, uh, I was watching Denver. Oh, tough game. But yeah. it's just, there's just something about it, especially in this time of year when it's still kind of warm. And these, these athletes at the top of their game, it's just a beautiful sight. The helmets, the funny logos. It's a, it's a wonderfully colourful spectacle in is. NFL, isn't it? So many games on at once. Yeah. And like so much happening. There's just this feeling of of a spectacle, an event taking place yeah. on the night. Big game. One of the most anticipated games of the, of the week. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Tennessee Titans. Two okay. of the worst teams in the NFL last season. Right. They both had the first two draft picks between them. Sure. They both went for quarterbacks. Sure. Buccaneers had the first pick. They agonized. Would it be Florida State's uh, Jameis Winston? Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston, just to know about him, he spells his name funny. J-A-M-E-I-S. James with an I towards the end. Jameis. Never seen that before. One of the beauties of being a football fan is that there are so many strange and unusual names. People in America, I guess they just got bored with just these traditional Patrick, Michael, David, John. And they were like, well, we got to be different. I'm going to name my son Jameis. So Jameis Winston, he he was the one of the most hotly and uh, whatever hyped quarterbacks sought after. Yeah, a guy named Marcus Mariota from Oregon. He was he was the other guy. Okay, Buccaneers agonized over it. They went with Jameis Winston despite his he had some sort of some sketchy background stuff. Anyway, as it happened, the two teams squared off against each other. So this was a for chance for everyone to see yeah, which, of the, which of these much heralded quarterback who, draft picks would be the best one. Who made the right decision? Yeah. First drive. Tennessee, Mariota, touchdown. Wow. Boom. The second choice. Second choice. Wow. Now the pressure's on you, Mr. Winston. What are you going to do? Right? Third and three. Uh, Winston drops back. First pass. First career pass as a NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. Throws one of the worst interceptions you will ever see. Titans guy returns it for a touchdown. It's all gone terribly wrong for Jameis Winston. And the Titans destroy them. 42-14. It, it was 35-7 at halftime. I, is, like, the, is, the new, is the new awesome uh, second-choice quarterback, uh, Marcus Mariota, is he enough to transform what we might expect from the Titans this year? It's really hard to know. Sometimes, okay. like, the, you know, you could make some really bad assumptions on the first week of sure. the season. Um, but it's interesting because every now and again you get these, these quarterback kind of rivalries. Um, 1998 draft, I'll take you back. Peyton Manning is coming to the NFL. Him and a guy named Ryan Leaf. There was the same sort of debate. The Indianapolis culture picking first. Ryan Leaf or Peyton Manning. Peyton yeah. Manning seemed like the sure thing, but you're always wondered about the, the kind of X factor, the outsider guy. Maybe there's something with him. Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the Colts did the right thing, it turned out. They drafted the, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, Peyton Manning. San Diego Chargers drafted two, went for Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf turned out to be one of the worst players ever, voted the biggest bust in NFL or in American sports in the sort of between like 1980 and 2005 one of his ex-teammates Ryan Leaf said if I had to go through another year like that I'd probably quit playing Rodney Harrison went on to win Super Bowls with uh, the Patriots that's how it goes sometimes you mentioned Peyton Manning talk mm. to me talk to me about younger uh, more disappointing but still rather successful Eli Manning uh, Giants Cowboys what's, what's going on here you want to talk about this one of the one of the worst most gut-wrenching, most sickening defeats of the season has already happened. Okay. It happened on Sunday night. Uh, Giants 
Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, one of the great rivalries in the NFL. Yeah. Giants are up three points late on. They're driving down the field. They're, they have the game essentially won, but somehow their quarterback, Eli Manning, Peyton's younger brother, mm-hmm. through a number of just completely ridiculous, completely stupid, completely acidine decisions. Why? Is this, is this very much in Eli Manning's um, locker to do this? Because I must say, for the mm. disappointing younger brother, yeah. um, I think of Eli and one of the first things I think of is him throwing the Hail Mary and then winning that Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a good few years now. He's got two Super Bowls for the mutcher, disappointing younger he, brother. He's got, he's got one more Super Bowl than his brother. Yeah. So he is like... The more successful one. He is the more successful one when it comes down to it. Yeah. Not, not talking about stats, but you're talking about rings. And we're, you know, when yeah. we're talking American football, we're talking about rings. When, when he's at Thanksgiving dinner and they say, put your medals, put your rings on the table. He's got, he's he's got, got two. two rings. Yeah. Payton's got one. I mean, it makes a difference. But the Giants made a decision. Eli, they, like, the Giants just haven't been good for a while. Mm-hmm. They have these, he, he has this credit. He's like, hey, I've got the Super Bowl wins. I've got these rings. What are you going to say? Giants have been pad. They haven't made the, Super, they haven't made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl. Uh, back in 20, 2011. So, like, his contract was coming coming up this offseason. The Giants said, okay, we're giving you a new deal. Yeah. Four mil, for four years, 84 million. Oof, dear. They're going to ride the Eli Manning train to the very end. And so, Giants fans, I don't think we're too happy about this. I think they might have been interested in, you know, a change of face there. Anyway, first game of the season, it goes terribly, terribly wrong. In all kinds of ways, tough going for the, you know it's just a tough way to begin the year. You don't want you don't want to do it like this, you know. Tough way to begin your four year eighty four million dollar contract. But then you've got eighty four million. Yeah, you're not you're not too upset. And the Peyton Manning, you were watching this game, the uh, the yeah. Broncos game. Yeah, yeah, it was very hot. He is also done, but he, and he should do. Is, is, is his neck not in terrible? His body is breaking down. He's basically bandaged together, pieced together, tied together with <laughs> shoelaces. But he was—he had a con- he had a deal in his contract where he would he would be paid twenty million dollars to play this season for one season. Yeah. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, is this going to be another Peyton after they went out last year?" And of course, it wasn't. He's getting twenty million. You know, if you were getting paid twenty million to come in here, even if you're sick of it, you'd manage Willie and you'd be fine, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd find a way to come in every day. I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting paid twenty million, and I'm sick of it, and I still come in. <laughs> Imagine if there's twenty million under your, under the desk there for you. Yeah. Uh, very final point. We're getting um, we're getting very late here, so let's do this as quick as we can. The other thing you wanted to pick out from week one was the 49ers against the Minnesota Vikings. This was 49ers winning twenty points to three. Uh, interesting coach to look out for moment here. Yeah, there's. The 49ers are one of the most underhyped, most hated on teams going into the season. They lost their sort of military general coach, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. He he couldn't hack it anymore. He fell out with the ownership. The ownership brought in this guy, a company man, let's call him, Mike Tomsula. A yes man. A yes me. man, I want to say. Okay. He doesn't. He he has no hype, no pedigree. What's his name again? Mike Tomsula. He doesn't look like a CEO, let's just say. Okay. These are some of the businesses... These are some of the jobs he's done before he was the head coach of the 49ers. Okay. Medical equipment sales rep. Okay. Newspaper delivery man. Mm-hmm. Night janitor. Okay. Food sales rep. Okay, good in sales. Doormat salesman. Very good in sales. Floor cleaner at a department store. Interesting. He worked his way up through the NFL Europe, these really weird dodgy teams that they used to have in like Scotland and, and Germany, and somehow finds himself as the... Uh, 
as the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, what was his last job before becoming head coach of the 49ers? Was he head coach anywhere? Like some team in Europe? That, yeah, he he was a sort of defensive coordinator with some European teams. Ah, right. And then worked his way up with the 49ers. Obviously equipped himself well with, with management and people liked him, but like when the 49ers brought him in, a lot of fans were like, oh no, okay, we're, we're just cashing in our chips here. You were saying he's got a weird interviewing style. So this is him speaking on San Francisco TV before the season, if you want to get a sense of this guy. You and me talking. Just give me a name that you think would be good okay. as an offensive yeah. coordinator. Uh, no. What if I throw a name out there? Yeah, well, Mark you, Trustman. No, I don't know. It's someone you might know, right? That's maybe the best you can give me. Yeah. Same question, defensive coordinator. What do you give me an idea of what you're looking for? I'm not trying to trip you up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm really not going to talk about. I'm, I'm just not going to do the it style? out of respect to those people. No, I, I'm I not know. Then we play the name game, okay. but then we, you yeah. know what I mean. I yeah. just don't want to get on that road. All right, that sounds good. Uh, with the talent on this defense now, do you feel that you can get? a top-flight defensive coordinator. You don't have to get an assistant who you're going to elevate. You can get a guy who's pretty excited about being a defensive coordinator and a chance to win with that group. I mean, that'd be fair to say. That's fair to say? Yeah. All righty. So you probably look more in that direction then? I wouldn't say that. All righty. You wouldn't say that? I would not say that. I wouldn't say it either. Oh, he's a media dream. <laughs> he's not giving much away there. He's keeping the, his cards close Pretty to his chest. And yet his team go out and win easily. The man's a genius. Look, the Vikings, they welcomed their, welcome their to the Levi Stadium last night. And uh, the Vikings, one of the most hyped teams of the of the year. And the Niners steamrolled them 20-3. It was like everybody's backing in behind Tom Sula. It's amazing to see. This is you, it's positivity. Yeah, I'm inside with him. Yeah. Okay. Donnie, thanks for coming in. Uh, somebody says, player with the Jets called the Brickshaw Ferguson. Hashtag NFL names. Yes, and, uh, I love the Brickshaw. The people want to know if you want to go with Cuddly Woolly or Skinny Woodley. Skinny Woodley? Woolley. I'm going to go against the trend here and I'm going to go Skinny Woolley. Skinny, okay. Yeah. He's trying to go Skinny too. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Off the ball. Getting inside the game. Sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand, Ford. Go further.